Sound. Sound. Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favorite sound, I think. Sounds. Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little boop. The one place where it sounds the best. You're listening to sound. Sound matters. <laughs> Hi. You're listening to Sound Matters, a podcast made possible by Bang & Olufsen. My name is Tim Hinman. Now, this is the second show in this new season of shows called The Sound of the Cities. The idea is that each show is a kind of sonic exploration of a single city. It's an attempt to reveal something special that each of these cities can tell us in sound. And this time we're jumping in at the deepest of deep ends. Because the city this time is New York, a city that boasts more creative history than you can shake a stick at. A city that has given birth to hundreds, if not thousands, of sound artists, musicians, composers that are iconic and legendary. So many of them I wouldn't even attempt to name them all here. But to listen to, to hear something new from New York, takes fresh ears. So I found a pair. They belong to a man called Jeff Emptman. He's a real out-of-towner, you could say. He's originally from somewhere on the west coast of the US. His hometown is the lentil capital of Washington State, I believe he once told me. But these days, he runs a podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Here Be Monsters. He's an explorer of the unconventional and the strange. I gave him 24 hours only to capture one full day in the life of New York City. So Jeff packed his rucksack with all manner of recording devices, and sometime after that he sent me a lot of tape. Now I've cut this tape together, and I've mixed in another voice you'll hear too. The other voice belongs to New York composer John Cage. Probably, if not certainly, the greatest of all sound freaks ever to be inspired by the pure noise of New York City. The voice is taken from a tape I've had lying around for some years that someone once gave me. It was recorded not by me, and I'm afraid to say I have no idea by who, about a year before his death in 1991. Cage, in this piece, will float in and out like a kind of voice of God, which, if you're into sound art and new music and things like that, is just about the proper status for Mr. Cage. So, it's time to get immersed. You won't hear from me again until the end of the show. I'll let Jeff take it from here. Tim wants me to record the sounds of the city. I don't know about that. I don't feel like I'm qualified, you know? I'm going to try and capture one day, just one day, in this city. Whatever that means. It's, uh, it's about 9.30 in the morning on the 21st. I've lost my voice. I slept for about... All right, um... It's, uh... It's about 9.30 in the morning on the 21st. I've lost my voice. 
slept for about. All right. Um, it's uh, it's about nine thirty in the morning on the twenty-first. When I hear what we call music. It seems to me that someone is talking and talking about his feelings or about his ideas. But when I hear uh, traffic, the sound of traffic here on 6th Avenue, for instance, I don't have the feeling that anyone is talking. I have the feeling that uh, sound is acting. And I love the activity of sound. What it does is it gets louder and quieter, and it gets higher and lower, and it gets longer and shorter. It does all those things, which I've, I'm completely satisfied with that. I don't need sound to talk to me. I, I have no idea why Tim thought it'd be a good idea for me to do this. Like, I don't know anything about this city. I've been here maybe, I don't know, maybe eight times. I'm like, I'm not from a city, you know? Like, it, it's a very different experience, I think, for me. Because I get lost really easily in big cities. I'm bad at public transport. But one thing I really, really like about New York City, and I've noticed this every time I've been here, is that for the most part, people don't look at you when you're on the street. Like, people don't look at you like you're weird, right? Because they've always seen something weirder in the day. And so, like, me being very... Like, I feel out of place. I feel very out of place here. Wearing, like, a giant hiking backpack with all of my recording equipment in it. And uh, I just kind of look like an idiot. And no one cares, and I'm holding a microphone. You know? No one looks at that as something strange. I really appreciate that. Different sounds coming from different places and lasting, producing a sculpture which is sonorous and which remains. Let's see. Something else I need. I need to go to a thrift store. Just where I'm headed now, I need to go to a thrift store and buy a cassette tape. 63 cents, plus a quarter for candy in the vending machine. I, uh, I bought two cassette tapes. Okay, so here's the thing with uh, tapes, right? So, like, I've got these two tapes. Now let's, um, just gonna load up, uh, cats. Load up cats in here. Let's see what we got. Side one. Wait, but I can also record. So let's pull this out. And so I can record on here now. Now on the other hand, this, this other tape, Abraham Lincoln sings on. Now, yeah, I just want to listen to that one. Who knows, maybe I won't record over that. Let's give it a listen. Oh. 
pretty wild. Might just keep this with me. People expect listening to be more than listening. And so sometimes they speak of uh, inner listening um, or the meaning of sound. These trains, they squeak, they squeal. And a lot of those sounds we can hear, but some of them are up so high. Um, it's like dog whistle territory, you know? It's like, it's like, it's what's called ultrasound, right? And so when I get home, I'm gonna try and stretch these recordings out, push them down deep, and see what kind of high frequencies live up there in the ultrasonic territory that we can't hear normally. When I uh, talk about music, I it finally comes to people's minds that I'm talking about sound that doesn't mean anything. And they say, these people who understand that finally say, you mean it's just sounds, thinking that to, for something to just be a sound is to be useless. There's a couple of things that I, I know, and one of those things is that I think people tend to trust tape recorders more. And so I'm about to meet up with some folk I know at a bar here. See what comes out. city where everything smells like garbage and it is brutally expensive and it's extremely easy to just live a very isolated life and be sort of fold in on yourself. There was a so there was a two-day stretch where I was living here where I didn't talk to anyone I knew for a day and a half and then the first time I said something to someone I was like getting a cup of coffee or something I was shocked to hear my own voice just the sound of my own voice was such a shocking surprising noise to me uh, that it had just been so long since I'd said anything to anyone. Yeah, no, the most profoundly lonely I've ever felt is in New York City, for sure. Because you're surrounded by people, but um, you're not very often surrounded by friends. So, yeah, yeah. It's hard, it's hard to figure it out. You have to find out the four or five things that you really care about and sort of triangulate them and make a life for yourself that way. But like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about it that way, you know. Yeah. No, I, I don't think, I think there's some people who are here forever just because so much is here and they, they embrace that and embrace kind of the variation every day, but that's, that's not me. Go to a nice farm upstate, hang out, yeah, raise some, raise some chickens, just uh, sort of have a, have a quiet life with some books and a person I really care about. I guess that's the next, the next logical step for me. Yeah, yeah. logically, yeah. You want another beer? Can I get you a beer? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to head out. Okay. I'm going to head out. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, we'll leave to see you as always. Yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. 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 Ye
I love sounds just as they are. And I have no need for them to be anything more than what they are. I don't want them to be psychological. I don't want a sound to pretend that it's a bucket or that it's a president or that it's in love with another sound. <laughs> I just want it to be a sound. I have this friend. Um, we, uh, we went to college together out, out on the West Coast. We're both from small towns. She's in, uh, she's, she's here in the city. And um, she got this gig as a, she takes care of the plants at Central Park, right? Um, and, and her boyfriend does too. Her boyfriend also does that job. And so I'm headed here to meet them. I think they, um, I think they know of a certain tree here in the park. What are we looking at? Before us lies a stately American beach with a broad crown, Fagus grandifolia. Pretty awesome tree to climb. <laughs> we can't climb it though, right? We can climb it, if nobody sees us. And we don't endanger ourselves or anybody else. Or how high are we right now? I'd say we're about 25 feet up right now. I really wish that helicopter wasn't here. <laughs> Mimi, I have a question for you. Oh, no. You, you, um, you said that you spent maybe cumulative seven years of your life with trees and plants. Yeah, not just trees. In, in all of those seven years, have you ever heard a plant say something to another plant? No, no, I can't say I have. But I feel like I've heard them. When I was a kid and I would go walking in the forest by our house, you know, there were a lot of, you'd hear a lot of groaning and creaking. And sometimes I felt like it was sort of a warning of a branch above. There are these branches called widow makers. And there are huge branches, broken off branches that grow up. They're like resting high in a tree. And they're called widow makers because if they fall on someone, like they can kill someone. So what did they, what did they sound like when they made the creak? You know, a regular, have you, you've heard of it. You've heard of tree creaking. You have, Jeff. Don't, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, the tree is speaking to us right now. I had dreams last night about cables being tangled up. It was a tree miracle. What? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... And I had dreams that my equipment stopped working and that I, I missed a crucial sound because I was tangled in cables. I don't know. I rarely have these equipment type nightmares. Okay, I'm gonna come down. Can I hand you this one? You can. 
I figured out a while ago that you can you can make a waterproof microphone by washing the lube off of a condom and drying it out real good and stretching it over the tip of the microphone and then you can just dip it under water it works really well now I always carry condoms in my bag in case I need to make a hydrophone and so I'm uh, walking west on 110th Street in Manhattan right now and I I've been here before actually and so I know there's a Starbucks up about two blocks ahead and uh, whenever I go to Starbucks I always like to do something really weird so I'm gonna go in there I'm gonna use their bathroom and I'm gonna uh, rinse the lube off of these two condoms. There was a, a German philosopher who's very well known, Immanuel Kant, and he said there are two things that um, don't have to mean anything. One is music and the other is laughter. <laughs> don't have to mean anything that is in order to give us very deep pleasure. Oh, you know that, don't you? I look like a crazy person. I look like a madman. Just kind of lure, reel it over the edge like a fishing, uh, fishing reel. It's just like such a bad idea. So it's in there. I am dangling most of the recording equipment I own off up here into the Hudson River. I could just barely reach, just barely reach, it's just an inch under. This is a terrible idea. I could just barely reach, just barely reach, it's just an inch under. I just really hope my cables don't detach, because it definitely didn't double check. I feel like I could have slept another two hours, but I have to get going. I feel like I could have slept another two hours, but I have to get going. I feel like I could have slept another two hours, but I have to get going. Hello? Hey, uh, it's Jeff. I just, uh, I just got done recording a, a session here. Um, you said you, you just got off the, off the train? Oh, okay, great, great. Um, I will see you probably in about 10, I think. Okay. All right. All right, cool. What time is it, Rebecca? 9.30. In the year 2012, I was part of a white elephant gift exchange um, with people I'd never met before. And I, um, I hot glue gunned a bunch of almonds to a... Um, uh, ceramic dog and I covered it in shellac and I mailed it to someone I have no idea who it was and then a couple weeks later in the mail I got this little package and in this package was this Altoids tin it just had a headphone jack on it and a little panel on the front etched etched in the tin with a, what looks like a knife the person who mailed it to me they wrote 
the word solar crack on it. It's supposed to be used in the sunshine. But we're going to see what happens when I plug it in under this street light. Solar crack. Solar crack. Open it up. I have no idea what's happening in here. So it's a lot of wires. Um, things look glued together with different colors. We're going to point it at the street light. It might not be bright enough, though. Anything? No. Silent. Nothing is happening. Not hearing anything. What do you think about the, the crosswalk lights? Try it. Did like the... I think I'm tall enough to read it down. Oh, it's getting a little something out of the walk sign. There you go. Just ever so slight. It's just going bloop, 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 bloop. I'm gonna push a couple of buttons. It worked. Oh my god, it worked. I used my phone flashlight. It's kind of a Oh my god. sound it's making. It's kind of squeaking. That's good. Yeah. We should probably do this for a which I prefer to all others <clears throat> is the experience of silence. What time is it, Rebecca? So it's, um, it's like 1.45 and um, I've got 93.5 tuned in on the radio. It, it seems, um, seems like it's going to be going all night. seems like there might be real people there. Something satisfying knowing about real people there all night feels comforting yeah so um we head to bed and um as long as the recording runs it's gonna run and uh there's a chance my phone might die sometime tonight in which case we'll just hear blank as the city wakes up but it's been a good day it's been a good city, but now it's time for bed. I love sounds, just as they are. Alright, um, it's, uh, it's about 9.30 in the morning on the 21st. I've lost my voice. I had dreams last night about cables being tangled up. 
and I had dreams that my equipment stopped working and that I, I missed a crucial sound because I was tangled in cables. I rarely have these equipment type nightmares. I feel like I could have slept another two hours, but I have to get going to leave the city. And while I feel like those extra two hours would have helped, it's also nice to just hear the bird that's outside my window. The city sounds quiet this morning. It's not a word that I ever associate with New York, quiet, but it sounds nice. This will be my last recording before I leave this place. Thanks to Jeff Emptman for recording his epic journey through 24 hours in the life of New York City. Thanks to tree people, Alex and Mimi, karaoke bar person, Chris Barube, and solar crack person, Rebecca Seidel. You can, of course, hear Jeff's podcast, Here Be Monsters, by simply typing Here Be Monsters, into whatever podcast platform you normally use to get your podcasts. The voice of John Cage was recorded by person or persons unknown, thanks to Peter Christiansen for giving me the tape. If you wish to explore Cage's work, then do. Start by typing John Cage, composer, into Google, and off you go. Thanks to Nathaniel Businski from Bang & Olufsen, who is the executive producer for this show, and of course, thanks to Bang & Olufsen for making this podcast possible. Music and production for this show was by me. My name is Tim Hinman. I'll be back soon with a whole new city to listen to. Goodbye. Sound. Sound. Music. Acoustic. Noise. Sound. I have a favorite sound, I think. Sound. Ultrasonic. How they listen. Just a little. Boop. The one place where it sounds the best. You're listening to sound. Sound matters.